This is Brian from the soon-to-be champion Skybusters, and you are listening to Josh and Gar on the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix on Spotify. Thank you so much, Brian. Hello, everybody. It is August 24th, 2021. It is a sharp 5 p.m. The sun is shining. We're excited to bring you podcast number 76 with our 272 game predictions, NFC edition. But before we do that, we got to give Walters the opportunity to take us into it. And so, Walters, how we doing, pal? How we feeling? Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. With your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle grants. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I'm one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson, and we are joined, as always, by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, go ahead and say hi to the folks. Hi, folks. Sorry if uh, Kaya said hi before me. Uh, we did not hear any Kaya just yet, but I'm sure that treat will uh, make its way into the into the audio before too long. Uh, HiddenOaksOverdose at gmail.com, anchor.fm slash hoodpod, and our brand new Discord community are the ways you can interact with all of us. Obviously, if you're here listening right now, like Brian, Jeremy, and Hammer, you know all about the Discord, and if you don't, uh, ask me about it or ask Josh about it later. You can also find some pretty cool stuff at HiddenOaksOverdose.com. Jeez, it's almost like I've never read that a million times. Uh, our segment start times will be down in the description below if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else. And we got to thank Levi Oki. Though you can't see all his beautiful art right now, um, he's been doing a lot for us over the years, so you got to appreciate Levi Oki. Josh, how are we doing today, pal? Doing. How are you, Gar? I'm doing good. Do you want to elaborate at all? I think I said all I needed to say about how I'm doing. You're very, you're a very deep stoic fellow, Josh, and I appreciate about appreciate that about you. I'm doing pretty good, honestly. I'm excited that everything appears to be working right now, and if it's not working, at least our three lovely listeners are not letting us know. So I feel good about myself that things are going smooth. Um, but no, I mean, I'm happy that the sun's shining a little bit outside, and uh, I think I'm going to go see Free Guy in theaters on Friday because um, I'm heading back to the cities on Friday. So I think I'm going to go check out Showplace for a movie. And yeah, I'm just Wine? excited about oh. life, pal. What about, uh, you got any plans for the rest of the week? Uh, nope. With the how long, uh, with my commute doubling, it's going to be mostly just uh, going to work and then going home from work. Uh, to be clear, to the people that don't know, which is probably all three people listening right now, your commute went from your guest bedroom to your living room. So an extra 15 feet. Double. <laughs> all right. All right, we can keep her flying, Josh. How about we hop right into the Fantasty Zone here so we're not wasting anybody's lovely time. The Fantasty Zone is brought to us by Skybusters. I guess I've never, I feel like I've asked Brian, but I've never gotten an answer. Does he want to be just brought to you by Skybusters or brought to you by the Skybusters? Brian will have to let us know whether you want the the there or the or just plain Skybusters. Uh, let us know. Josh, do you have any, uh, do you have any extra sponsors for the, the, the Fantasty Zone today? Um, some delicious sink water from, um, Derek's bathroom sink. You, I mean, his family has not owned that house in a long time. Are you, who, 
So did you break in? So that's why those people looked at me funny. Yeah, they were. Uh, I got to imagine you were not a wanted guest in that home. Probably not. <laughs> Jim made some good cookies. Uh, you got, wait, you gave them some good cookies, or that's your second sponsor? Are some good cookies? No, that, I, that's what I took from their house. Gotcha. Well, I've got a nice, beautiful uh, Southern Star Allard Palmer, just like last week. Oh, that was a good one. I could see it on the on the audio. Ugh. And then I've also got some uh, peanut M&Ms that no one can see anymore because we're not in video, but you can hear me shaking them around, some lovely peanut M&Ms. Josh, we had a little bit of fan interaction coming in from last week, and uh, they came in the form of YouTube comments. First of all, Jack Vickers would like to let us know that our Pokemon evolution was fire. Uh, thank you, Jack. I felt pretty good about it myself. And then he also says, um, also, Josh losing the mountain man hair, looking fresher than the old chips sitting in my cupboard. Josh, how do you respond? Well, I guess, I don't know. I could look as old as... Look as fresh as the old chips in his cupboard, but, you know, it's still better than uh, the baby diaper he looks like. Oh, that's... I don't, I don't know if Jack deserved all that, pal. Ugh. I'm sorry, Jack. We've also... Uh, we've also got some memes to check out, Josh. We didn't get to check out any memes last week, but now people who are listening live, I'm pretty sure they can navigate out of the channel while keep listening, and they can go to the meme channel and follow along if they want. Um... So, I mean, we're, we're trying to gamification this just a little bit, and we can, uh, it's called Meme of the Week, so, I mean, we're trying to pick our favorite meme. Uh, we got Eric's, Eric's one about Michael Thomas. We got mine about Packers fans and ignoring Aaron Rodgers. We got your Tom Brady one that he looks absolutely coked out of his mind. Where'd you find this? Did you make it yourself? I, I believe Read It is where I found it. Gotcha. We've also got the career interceptions one talking about Jamal Adams becoming the uh, <laughs> the highest paid safety in NFL history when you got Vince Wilfork and JPP with uh, not all his fingers having more career interceptions. Does that uh, I think that's a cherry picked stat? Do you think Jamal Adams is still a pretty good safety or no? Yeah, it's pretty cherry picked. All right, Josh. I don't want to sit here and just talk forever. You really like this next meme? That's the, the I posted it with I like Packers and I prefer Vikings. What? You seem to enjoy it. What'd you enjoy about it and why? You posted that? Didn't oh didn't I share that in a group? Maybe. I don't know. I I like it because it's hundred percent accurate. We still respect each other, but and then, you know, typical Vikings fan, don't respect the Packers, don't respect anybody except for anti jab cousins. <laughs> anti jab cousins. Uh and then, uh, and then we got the meme I just posted. I think it was just yesterday, two days ago. So it was the Vikings. They brought in that renowned ephthalmologist, or however the fuck you pronounce that. And then it's just a picture of Kirk Cousins <laughs> with his hands over his ears because uh, he's obviously trying to hear a play. But he's like, la, 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 I can't hear you. Fucking hilarious. Um, and this would be better visually, but describing means is not nearly as funny. But Josh... Which, which one's your favorite meme? We had to get through all the backlog, and next year we'll just start fresh the memes of that week. But if you had to pick one meme in this lineup we've got here in this backlog, which meme is your favorite? Um, that, that Packers and Vikings one made me chuckle the most, I think. I like the Packers, and I prefer Vikings, but we still respect each. Get that dirty bullshit out of my face. We 
can go ahead and call that the meme of the week. I appreciate it. I will say that my meme, uh, my other meme, got uh, two laughing crying faces. So maybe in the weeks coming up, we should say that's how you vote for your favorite meme is by reacting with uh, with emojis or with reactions. And then the meme with the most emojis is the meme of the week. Does that sound good? Or do you think we should pick? Because these people are that heathens w- and they don't know true culture. That, that, that works for me. All righty. Well, that's a pretty quick Fantasy Zone, I believe. In another week or two here, Brian will be... Oh, no, we did get an email from Brian. Oh, I'm Josh, I'm going to need you to stall. I'll just go ahead and sing a, little, uh, sing a little ditty while I pull up the email from Brian. I'm pretty sure there's only two words, but... Well, yeah, I mean, I can do that. That's why we have preseason. I mean, right now, this is why, um, you know, Green Bay is 0-2 right now in the preseason. But, you know, they'll go 13-3 and in the regular season, as is tradition. So we're just going to wait here as Garlic goes to find out that email that I'm pretty sure just said, <laughs> look at the bright side. All you can do is go up from here. Yeah, basically. I I'm do. pretty sure we're staying even. So no, this Brian, is, you lied to us. We had 18 minutes of down air of downtime last time. This is significantly better than that so far. Uh, but I do have it pulled up. Uh, Brian did send us an email last Tuesday after the show. He said, uh, subject line, AFC game by game. Uh, first line is just all caps, so he's yelling at us. B R U T A L. Brutal. Well, guys, look at it this way. Nowhere to go but up. Love the grum. Brian. So. Did he spell it out like B space or, or uh, he B had, dash? He had hy- yes, correct. He had hyphens in there. Okay. So, B- so maybe he is actually just uh, auditioning for the hidden oaks overdose cheerleader position posted on uh, indeed.com give me a b give me an r you think i mean that's gonna be we've got a lot of applicants for that so far do you think brian can actually break through or well so far he's the only one that could spell brutal correctly so yeah <laughs> that's tough that's tough Ugh. walter's submission was give me a b give me an r give me an O, and then it was just 15 minutes rambling about uh, the meta in Warzone. That sounds par for the course. All right, well, that'll pretty much wrap up the Fantasy Zone brought to us by Skybusters. Uh, normally, uh, or I was hoping to have some other... Um some other senior correspondence stuff from last week or this week that we could have worked in here in the next segment. I think all our senior correspondents are dead. Not a single one has sent us a voicemail since, uh, since the spring. So you win some, you lose well, some, folks. The last time we heard from Carmel, he was in uh, Jim Mercer's dungeon. So he, he yeah, that, still could be locked in that sex dungeon. Yes, it's very likely. All right, Josh. Well, then let's go ahead. Let's move on here right to the meat and potatoes of the show today. We are talking about all of the NFC teams. We've predicted every single game they will play this year. And, um, you know, do you, have any, do you have any thoughts you want to share before we dive right in and just give all our thoughts on all the NFC teams? How do how, how, you approach this? Well, we didn't have as many um, within three games of each other as far as the differences in wins and losses, um, but we definitely had more, like, zeros. I think we had uh, one where we agreed 100% on the overall wins and losses, and then with this one, we agreed on four teams. So quite a significant uh, leap there, but then we also had more teams with four or five differences. Just some noticing things I noticed. All right. Well, I know in the past we've kind of gone every other versus split them up, so it doesn't really matter who goes first or second because we'll both talk about the Vikings and the Packers as this goes. And it looks like if we did skip, it, we, 
one person would get both. So I'll go ahead and I'll have you start again this week, and I'll have the timer up to my mic again, and uh, hopefully you can hear because you can't see it this week. And we've got three, two, so wait, I'm going first. One, yep, go Arizona, baby. So Arizona, I had going eight and nine, which is good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy Power Rank of 17 to 20th. Um, not too confident in their run game at this time. James Conner is kind of a bum, uh, but the defense added JJ um, just happens to be six years too late, apparently. Gar, what do you have for Arizona? Yeah, I mean, I really like Arizona this year, actually. I liked them last year, too, and they I mean, they definitely had some splashes. I mean, I don't think anyone will forget that uh, bomb to Hopkins in the back of the end zone as Kyler Murray was basically running out of bounds. It was a pretty significant play. Uh, so we know they're capable of uh, splashy moments. Um, I have them going 12-5 and five this year. That's good for power ranks between 4 and 9 on my list. And uh, Like I said last week, that's kind of a big range, but uh, they're definitely a contending team. Not the top of the league, but they will be in the playoffs and should win at least a playoff game, I reckon. Um, they added some stubs, like I mentioned. They've got J.J. Watt. They uh, helped bring in A.J. Green as well. So I think they'll just be airing it out and balling and calling, baby. Moving on to the Atlanta Falcons. I have them going 8-9 and nine this year. I'm not nearly as high on them, but I think similar to the Vikings, they're a team that will win too much um, to get any good draft pick. So they'll really, really disappoint all the true fans. Uh, I have them power ranked between 18 and 19, so just a little, slightly below average. I think uh, Matty Ice will carry them, though, just to that mid-level of mediocrity and not be at the bottom of the league. Kyle Pitts is cool, but Julio's gone, and they've got no running backs. Josh, what do you think about the Falcons? Um, yeah, I, I'm not as high on them as you are. I have them going 3-14, and 14, which is a joshy, wishy-washy power rank of 28-30. to 30. And I just want to point out that 28-3 uh, to 3, um, is their cursed number so obviously 28 to rank 30 take off that zero 28 three falcons are cursed three and 14 beep beep <laughs> you still got here it comes <laughs> all right moving on to carolina another team that i'm not too high on um they have cmc who's going to if he stays healthy manage to carry them to six wins I have them going 6-11, and 11, uh, good enough for the 22nd to 23rd ranking on the Joshy Wishy Washy Power Rank scale. Um, my only reason for them to lose seven games would be that uh, the guy that they traded for named Samuel Darnold, um, he's going to be saying a lot of his last name minus the old part on there, um, as he continues to see ghosts on the field. Gar, how's Carolina doing for you? I have them doing even slightly worse. I guess I don't know if I was thinking CMC would get hurt again or if this team just can't put it together, but I have them going 4-13, and was good enough for power rank 29, so almost uh, at the very bottom. Um, I think this team is still soul-searching. I like Matt Rule. Um, you know, obviously, Darnold's not their long-term future. CMC probably won't be there by the time they have a franchise quarterback, so I think this team has a couple more years of uh, trying to figure it out. Moving on to Dow Bears, Chicago. I have them going 5-12 and 12 this year. That's good enough for a power rank in my scale of 25 to 28. So, you know, down there in the nose, or up there in the nosebleeds, down there in the pits of hell, however you want to think about it. I think either QB will struggle. Obviously, Justin Fields is the more exciting long-term prospect. But if he's thrown, if he's baptized by fire, he's going to struggle. Andy Dalton's never been known for being elite. So, uh, and I think Khalil Mack will give up four weeks in. Um, I have them winning a couple improbable games against good teams and then losing a lot. Josh, what do you think? I have them going eight and nine just because I like them to sit in the middle of mediocrity and uh, be a terrible team forever. Uh, it's a good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy rank of 17 to 20. 
Um, I said that the hype for Fields is so high that when he, his fall happens, it will be masterful. Um, I'm excited to watch it happen, despite you know not necessarily cheering for him to get hurt, but he's a bear. Um, that preseason game where his head was taken off kind of makes them think they should have taken an old lineman. Moving on to Dallas. I'm gonna. I have another team going eight and nine. That's a third out of six so far. Uh, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy rank of seventeen to twenty. Uh, good news, folks. That's the last one of seventeen to twenty. Um, reason for this: Big Mike and Dak uh, have shown that they don't have much chemistry. COVID doesn't help, and then Dak getting hurt um, definitely doesn't help. But uh, they go together kind of like Kelvin Benjamin and salads. Gar, how do you have Dallas going? That's, I mean, you don't gotta do salads like that, pal. Uh, I have Dallas, unfortunately, going 8-9. and nine. Uh, That's good enough for my other team in the 18-19 to 19 power rank just with Atlanta. Uh, Big Mike, a.k.a. Mike McCarthy, he ain't it. His uh, Denny's menu of a play call sheet ain't going to get him where they want to go uh, long term. Hopefully the offense will be exciting at least, though. So I'm hoping Dak can really air it out. Uh, I think Zeke should be better. Anyone who's paying attention to hard knocks know the hype train is real. I just don't think the defense will keep them in games. I think it'll be a lot of offense, a lot of excitement, but at the end of the day, not enough wins. Moving on to the Detroit Lions, I got them going five and twelve this year. Uh, that's uh, another one of the teams in my twenty-five to twenty-eight range in my power rankings. I think MCDC, aka Motor City Dan Campbell. Uh, is not to be fucked with in the future. I really like this guy's attitude. If you ever watch one of his press conferences, this guy will light a fire inside of you that you don't even know you had. But Jared Goff's your QB. Uh, the guy's just taken over the organization. He wants you to uh, give him a couple years, I think. Josh, what do you think about the Detroit Lions this year? I also had them going 5-12, and 12, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy rank of 24-26. to 26. Uh, this is where you cue the ACDC uh, back in black um, track because I had MCDC back on track tour coming in 2022 after they managed to get some uh, chemistry under their belt with the preseason and whatnot. Um, I like their running game. I think that their uh, passing game with Hawkinson um, is going to be just fine. Jared Goff seems to be able to throw the ball when he has time, so hopefully that works. Moving on to Green Bay. No, too late. <laughs> Moving on to Green Bay, I have them going 12 and 5. Good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of 8 and 8 to 9. Uh, uh, not at all homerism. Gar, what do you think? I mean, you've given me 45 seconds here. I'll circle back to you at the end. I have Green Bay going 12-5 and five this year. They're number one of those 4-9 teams. So not the elite of the elite, uh, but they're definitely going to be in the playoffs this year. I think we all know it unless Rodgers gets hurt. Um, they're a top-end team, just not the cream of the crop. You know, I think the offense will be good. Devontae, Aaron Jones, and Aaron Rodgers are a potent trio. Uh, the defense should be not garbage, but at the end of the day, they just uh, can't put it all together. And so I can see another heartbreaking playoff loss, Josh. you still got about another 13 seconds seconds if you want to say anything else i'd rather not but i mean i guess we'll have to see after this year if they could break that nfc championship game curse and uh take it all the way with love moving on to the your turn we got the Los Angeles Rams next, Josh. I got them going 11-6, and six, so that's good enough for the power rank of 10-12. to 12. Fringe playoff team, uh, but they should make uh, one of the wild card spots, especially now that there's seven playoff teams from a conference. Uh, I'm excited for Stafford with McVay. Uh, they just need consistency. That was one of Goff's biggest things, is the guy was just not consistent. Uh, McVay, uh, I think he's pretty good. I, I still think like a... Uh, uh what's oh fuck what's the what's the 49ers coach name uh mcmahon or not mcmahon shanahan uh, shanahan i think uh shanahan's a little bit better than uh, uh mike McVay. 
Jesus Christ, Josh, I'm really struggling here. Then Sean McVay, and now you only have 15 seconds to talk, so you can tell me what you think about the Rams. <laughs> I had them going 13-4, and four, a little bit better than you. Joshy wishy-washy rank of 5-7. to seven. I think that Stafford is grossly underrated and that they have a solid core of players around him on offense. Uh, they have some guy named Aaron Donald who stopped a uh, robbery or whatever this past offseason, so good for him. Moving on to Minnesota Vikings goal. I have them going nine and eight. Good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy rank of 14 to 16. I, I mean, it's just enough wins to extend Kurt another nine years for 600 mil. Uh, and it's just, a, just enough losses to make me cackle like an evil witch in uh, Snow White. Gar, tell me about your home team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even as high on the Vikes this year as you are. I have them going 7-10. and 10. They're one of my two uh, teams power ranked between 20 and 21, so uh, below average. I'd much rather we tank uh, than this reality, though, but this is going to be our reality. We're a 7-10 and 10 team. This is supposed to be the year where we bounce back. You know, Mike Zimmer's a yo-yo coach. He's an every-other coach. He's much better at motivating and coaching uh, when we're underdogs, but uh, with all the COVID stuff going on and this and that and so many players just not wanting to, you know, get involved or get vaxxed and do their part, I just think, uh, you know, I, there's a big thunderstorm cloud over the season, Josh, and uh, yeah, it's not going to be good. Moving on to the New Orleans Saints. This is my other 7-10 and 10 team. A uh, little cool or a little uh, interesting that they're back-to-back, -back, so that's the other team in the 20-21 to 21 power rank range. Uh, average team, average results. Drew Brees is gone. They had, they had so many cap issues that they had to literally cut like half of their players that are worth anything. Uh, I think this team will be much better with Jameis under the helm, both Michael Thomas uh, seemingly playing kitchen with the or, or chicken with the organization, and so many other question marks. I don't see them doing anything significant this year. Josh? I have them going 9-8. and eight. Uh, Kind of, you know, same same as the Vikings. Good enough for the Joshy Wishy-Washy power rank of 14-16. to 16. Um, Yeah, those salary cap casualties are definitely going to show, I feel, uh, with all those cuts. MT, Michael Thomas is a stooge. I uh, just, you know, had a, I mean, he's fallen off the face of the earth, and then he doesn't have slanty, slanty McSlant thrower um, tossing him the rock anymore. Instead, it's going to be uh, either Taysom Hill uh, stealing Kamara's touchdowns or Jameis Winston throwing it to the crowd. Moving on to the New York Giants, have them going 2-15. and 15. Good enough for the Joshy Wishy-Washy power rank of 31. Um, I just uh, think that Joe Judge is coming from the Belichick uh, coaching tree, and he's too cranky and needs to be humbled by those <coughs> Daniel Jones fumbles. Gar? Tell me about the Giants. Um, you know, I you know I think their future's bright. This year ain't gonna be it though. I, I do like Joe Judge, but I got him going six and eleven this year, so that's twenty two to twenty four in my you know how my power rankings fell out. Um, I think Barkley uh, can carry this team to a handful of wins. I think Danny Dimes is just average enough to also not cost them a couple games. He's uh, probably in the same tier of the same category as Kirk, just on the lower end of the same uh, tier or category, however you want to talk about it. So I don't think he'll lose you a couple games, but he'll definitely keep you in a couple. He's just good enough to do that. So 6-11 this year, but I think Joe Judge, uh, if he can get a, another playmaker or two in there, he'll, he'll have an exciting team within the next two like years. Like Calvin Benjamin? <laughs> well... Uh, moving on to Philadelphia, Josh. I have them also going six and eleven. Uh, so that's another twenty-two to twenty-four team in my power rankings. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it with Hurts in this team. I mean, the obviously the organization understands that there's better QB talents out there. It's not that they wouldn't be happy with Hurts under the helm, but uh, their name is constantly attached to Houston and trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. So um, you know, it's clear that they would like the opportunity to improve the QB uh, position if they could. So I just don't think this team is going to be much this year. What about you, Josh? 
Yeah, I had Philadelphia going five and twelve. Uh, good enough for the Joshy Wishy-Washy power rank of twenty-four to twenty-six. Um, I just, you know, I agree with you on the Hurts thing. I think that their team's kind of, you know, it was held held together at the seams when they won the Super Bowl, and over the past few years, you've seen it kind of deteriorate. And as a result, the light posts in Philadelphia have never been less slippery. <laughs> Moving on to Seedal, uh, we have I have them going nine and eight, good enough for the uh, Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of fourteen to sixteen. Hi, Odin. Um, I think that DK and Russell are going to do just fine this year, um, but that O line I don't think has improved since the days of the Reagan era, and uh, their defense is um, potential to falter as well. Car, tell uh, me about Seedal. I mean, I'm higher on Seattle than you. I have them going 12 and 5. I think they've constantly been a contender. They've constantly been in that conversation. So that's another one of the four through nine teams in my power ranking. So good enough to make the playoffs, not good enough to be the best of the best. I think they're a great team with a good offense. Um, Russell Wilson has proven time and time again he can extend plays. He can make, uh, he can make, um, you know. He can make great situations out of uh, situations that should have blown up in his face. So the guy can really create out there. He's almost, uh, he was almost a bit of a Bob Ross, I think, on the field. Just little happy accidents every once in a while that end up to being great plays. So I think they'll do great this year. Moving on to San Fran, another NFC West team. I also have them going 12-5. and five. Like I was talking about earlier, even though I couldn't think of his name, I think Mike Shanahan's a great coach. This team is good enough to get in that power ranking of 4-9 to nine in my scale. Not the top, but in the playoffs for sure. If Jimmy can make it at least games, uh, eight games healthy to start, they're going to the playoffs maybe the super bowl people forget jimmy graham got this team to the super bowl or not jimmy graham jimmy garoppolo got this team to the super bowl and trey lance appears to be the real deal uh waiting in the wings so i think this team's going high and will be high for a long time josh your thoughts i disagree with nearly everything you said <laughs> um i have them going seven and ten good enough for the joshy wishy-washy power rank of 21 um, I don't have any faith in Jimmy G. He may have been on a Super Bowl team, but he definitely was not a big contributor. Um, I feel like their run game had a lot to do with it. I feel like um, their defense had the most to do with it, and that coach is gone. Their defense is different, um, and so I just don't think they can repeat or do well. Uh, moving on to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have them going 14-3. and three. Good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of three to four, and I don't like it either, America. I don't want to. I don't want to have them as that high on the rankings. But they did bring everybody back, and they did just win the Super Bowl. So yes, let's just say fourteen and three. Gar, what do you say? Uh, I have them going fourteen to three as well. That's good enough for my power rank one to two. I believe it's them and KC are the one and two. Um, the only thing that I think will stop this team is the big egos inside. Obviously, there's Brady, there's Gronk, there's Bruce Arians, there's Antonio Brown. Um, you know, they they proved they could uh, put aside their differences to get it done last year. I think they can this year. That's why I have them going fourteen to three. Um, you know, they're going to be the number one seed coming out of the NFC, and uh, they're going to make a deep deep playoff run. Um, so I think they're they're their own worst enemies themselves. But I think this team's really going to do it this year and repeat moving on lastly to the washington football team a team i am very excited about this year i have them going 11 and 6 yes you heard that right 11 and 6 that's good enough for my power rank of 10 to 12 so a fringe wild card team but they should be able to make it now that 14 teams total make it uh, i think this team will surprise a lot of people uh they will easily easily take the east i mean when their competition is dallas philly what's the other one the giants yeah, these guys are these guys are easily going to take the East. Josh, how do you feel about Washington football team? 
I mean, I don't think that it's going to be an easy take the East, but uh, I do have them going 10 and 7. Uh, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of 13. Um, they have a cakewalk to the playoffs in that division, unless Dak plays lights out. I believe Dallas was killing it last year when Dak was healthy. Um, so it's one of those things. Um, if if he can come back to that kind of MVP status, um, I, I feel like that's going to be the team that provides some sort of resistance to the the cakewalk. Um, but I do like the Washington football team with uh, Fitzmagic. Uh, the beard is back. Um, Terry Scary and uh, Antonio Gibb. Um, so yeah, I, I do like Washington this team or this year as well. So every week that they play, put money on them and give me your winnings. Jeez, Josh, I don't want to say that you really just abused the end of the timer there, but we normally take 30 seconds a team. You easily took a minute and a half there just for the Washington football team. So, I mean, just watch yourself, pal. No, we got, we got I rules didn't. here. We got It was at least a minute. We got rules here, pal. Yeah, well, you know, at least I didn't have three of the four teams going 12-5 and five in the NFC West. The One NFC the West four. is a good division. That, they're trash. They're trash. When was the last time any of those teams won a Super Bowl? I don't know. I mean, they've both been in the Super Bowl. I can think of a Rams and a San Francisco Super Bowl within the past, like, five years. They haven't won, I don't think, either time, but they've been there. Crash. <laughs> when was the last time the Packers won the Super Bowl? Over 10 years ago? Embarrassing. Yesterday. <laughs> all right, so that's all uh, That's all 16 teams of the NFC. I can still see we got 13 loyal listeners, and there's, it's not very likely you guys were taking notes. Uh, but if you happen to remember any thoughts you had, you're welcome to use try and use that request to speak feature if you want to just chime in real quick about anything we said about any of the teams. Uh, we'll get to you in a sec. First off, Josh, though, uh, in case they don't want to talk or in case we just keep moving, um, uh, how, how'd we do? How, c- comparing our NFC predictions, which teams were the most similar and which teams were the most different? Well, you see here, uh, teams that we had in common, we had four teams that were right on par, and that was Detroit, Dallas, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay. Um, Teams that we disagreed on the most, Atlanta and San Fran, uh, five games separated us. Uh, You have more faith in both those teams than I do. Um, We also had two teams, uh, New York and Arizona, that were... Four games apart, once again, you had more faith in those two teams than I did. Um, And then Seattle and Chicago um, were three games apart. I had more faith in Chicago than you. You had more faith in Seattle than me. Otherwise, it was two games and under. Interesting. I mean, yeah, we keep it pretty close, I think. Yeah, and and as far as, like, team, as far as, like, predictions go with uh, the professionals in Sports Illustrated, um, Detroit and Dallas, we were pretty much locked on with them. They have Green Bay going nine and seven or nine and, and a half. What and seven absolute and a half. idiots! Am I right? Right. And then they had Tampa going eleven and six. Philly going seven and ten. So kind of on par with us there. Um, Washington, they were a little, you know, eight and nine. Carolina, they had seven and nine. Vikings, they had eight and eight, eight and a half and eight and a half. <laughs> we'll tie. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, there was no big discrepancies as far as I could see running through it real quick. Um, other than New York, um, they had five more wins than what I gave them, but they're wrong. So it's all right. <laughs> uh, oh man. I think it's Peter King still work for sports illustrated. He might take personal offense to that. Josh, if this, if this ever gets back to him, yeah, I'm sure it will. It's probably gonna be on his desk on Monday. Uh, all right, isn't, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. isn't that the expression? Uh, the Monday morning quarterback. It'll be on his desk on yeah. Monday. Sure. 
Uh, yeah. I don't, I'm, maybe I'm too young to get that reference or too uncultured, but... Uh, so to run through, Josh, I'm opening up my individual page right now to see all my playoff NFC playoff teams, and then all you know, 14 of my playoff teams. And I'm going to talk about kind of how I think that'll go. So you can pull that up while I'm going through mine. Uh, so if it wasn't clear, going through the 272, there, my seven NFC playoff teams are Tampa Bay in the one seed, uh, winning the South. We have Arizona winning the West in my uh, in my 272, and so they're the second seed. Green Bay winning the North in the third seed and then the washington football team in the fourth seed winning the nfc east uh josh did call it right i did have three nfc west teams going 12 and 5 so that means they'll be making the playoffs seattle's in the fifth seed san fran's in the sixth or no i have all four nfc west teams in the playoffs it looks like uh so seattle san fran and the rams (laughs) round out my playoff picture for the nfc josh what about you who are your nfc playoff teams um i had uh, Tampa Bay, the Rams, um, in respective orders. Tampa Bay is my the first seed in the NFC. Then I have the Rams in the second, Green Bay in the third, the Washington football team in the fourth, then Minnesota in the fifth, New Orleans in the sixth, and Seattle in the seventh. All right, and then so a quick run through your AFC teams again, and then who do you think will ultimately be the Super Bowl matchup and winner? So I had Buffalo, Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland, the Chargers, Indianapolis, and Baltimore. Um, and my Super Bowl uh, matchups are Kansas City versus Minnesota, where Kansas City takes the crown, and I take all your tears. Oh, man. So real quick, my AFC playoff teams were Kansas City, Buffalo, Cleveland, Tennessee, the Chargers, uh, so Los Angeles Chargers, New England, and Las Vegas. So last year, let me let me point out, because I don't think the folks respected it enough last year, okay? I, in, this, in the 256 last year, I predicted the Super Bowl champion before a single down was played, before a single snap was snapped, okay? I called last year the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to win the Super Bowl last year, okay? Not not enough people respected. Not enough people gave you enough credit. I predicted that before the season started. Okay, this year I have a Super Bowl rematch. How unoriginal! But I've got Casey taking it, so it's going to be Casey Tampa Bay in the bowl, and I got uh, I got Casey taking her this time. What are the odds I'm right again, Josh? Zero. That's not very 21. nice. That hurts. That hurts my feeling. Uh, I'm sorry. At least you have one. Um, yeah. No, right. I think I did this. I did it for the memes with Minnesota being the uh, the runner up there. I think I did it last year too with Buffalo and Minnesota. So I mean, I mean I'll be honest. I I did Tampa Bay for the memes last year, but I was right. So now I've got all the pressure of trying to be right again, and I'm just going to absolutely fail. But at least watch at least I was like, passionate in a second. Watch them go three and fourteen. Wouldn't that just be the? I mean, it's possible. I would feel I would feel bad for you know Brady and all that, but at the same time, I would just laugh. All the way to town, whatever, you know, the fifth little piggy did. Um, because I just think, you know, with how everybody's hyping them up, just yeah. three and 14. No injuries, nothing. Just three and 14. Tough, dude. It's, I mean, it's not impossible. People get figured out and people get exposed. Um, and then they draft the Brady replacement who takes them to the Super Bowl 16 years in a row. Right. Uh, all right, Josh, do you have, so we've predicted 272 games. We did AFC last week. We did NFC this week. We just told everyone our playoff teams and our Super Bowl matchups and winners. Do you have any other thoughts on the 272 before we move on for the season? No, I just think that we should just, I don't like 272. I think we should just go back to 256 and skip week 18. 
Why? Those are supposed to be the quote-unquote showcase games. Another inter-conference matchup of teams you don't play very often. I guess. Is that why Dallas is playing Philadelphia Week 18? I mean, it's I I don't know that that's supposed to be what the extra week was, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I think our game our showcase game was against the Chargers, but I don't know what we could actually land it on. So. Okay, yeah, definitely not Week 18 because all of them are division games from what I can see. Yeah, that, that's classic NFL stuff. All right, Josh, let's move on. Then the 272 is done for this year, and uh, we will revisit how we did at the end of the year, potentially in the middle of the year if Josh uh, feels up to the effort because I'm. I'm not going to check mid-year. Um, all right, Josh, let's move on here to the Wired Team Sucks segment. Uh, I did one last week, just improv and probably not as good. You're creative and you're funnier than I am generally, but you also had time to think about it, so you could have overthought it and been less funny in the end. Are you excited about the Wired Team Sucks segment that, uh, that you put together for today? No, but I'm going to try. Um... I'm I'm kind of distracted. Nikita made dinner, and it smells amazing. And it's right behind me since my office had to move. Therefore, my podcast studio had to move. So I'm going to try and get through this without swearing and making Why? sure that we can I fucking do... swear here. Well, no, no, no. We're a semi-clean show. Um, I do this in respect to Brian, and so I'm going to keep the potty out my mouth. Okay, go for it. All right. So why your team stinks? My team is Green Bay Packers. Our 2020 record was 13-3, and again. Lost in the NFC Championship game, again. Our coach, Matthew Patrick LaFleur. Overall, win percent, overall winning record, 26-6. and The best win percent of all current head coaches. Every single one, including Bailey B. And yet, he's destined to lose in embarrassing fashion in that NFC, North, or NFC Championship game, as is tradition. So on two appearances there in two seasons. Analytics had told him to take the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands in the playoffs. Fanalytics told him to go for it, but our QB was Nathan Peterman, who has a 10% interception rate. Obviously, Patrick, a.k.a. Mr. LaFleur, would give Peterman the ball and watch as a pick six gave the opponent another TD that Analytics had predicted. While he has a success, he is destined to be, while he has success at this time, he's destined to be 13-3 and and losing the NFC Championship game as long as he's in Green Bay. Your quarterback, Aaron Randy Rogers. 2020 MVP and fan favorite following a successful rebirth in LaFleur's system decided to give Green Bay a reason to panic when reports came out he wanted out of Green Bay. The whole offseason was a swirl of will he come back and how's he going to look in Denver? Does he comment on any of this as Green Bay residents mouth-breathe their excuses to the EMT as they treat their six heart attacks since the famous Bostic onside kick? Nah. He ain't going to leave us. He loves Green Bay. Is likely the common phrase in the lone tourist attraction outside of Lambeau Field. Visitors who hear this probably say, nobody asked you, Bo. I just ordered some mozzarella sticks and a burger. <laughs> Obviously, this would upset a Green Bay local. I'm just sure they'd ignore the customer and say, Rogers loves mott sticks, has a single tear drip down their eye. At this point, the visitor probably regrets not getting the week-old gas station hot dog and starts writing his two-week notice to, the, to his boss that sent him to Green Bay. Upon leaving, they'd leave a note letting poor old Bo know that Rogers cut cheese from his diet and thus begins the hiring process of a new Applebee's waiter as Bo's heart just couldn't take it. Let's not forget that Rogers was also in Hawaii for a stint where his pal Miles Teller took a right hook to the dome for not paying a wedding vendor. His association with Teller goes along with the greasy hair, um, or along with that greasy hair he's growing, only solidifies his transformation into Cyrus from the Trailer Park Boys. Safety. What's new that Always stinks? Off. 
what is new that stinks? Joe Barry, a.k.a. the defensive coordinator and savior of this team. Joe Barry is entering Green Bay with renewed energy after Mike Pettin, after the Mike Pettin experiment fizzled out like one of the sparklers they used to give Dom Capers in the booth. Barry is looking at as Barry is being looked at as a rejuvenating presence that brings energy to the defense. Barf. And that's just an offseason trope you hear every year. Barry wasn't even the first option for this defense. The first option was Badgers defensive coordinator and former safety in the NFL, Jim Leonard. Leonard turned down the job to remain in college as a coach because one can assume he's seen that Packers defense in the past decade and knows he'd be better off staying away. If that doesn't tell you what you need to know about the job, here comes Joe Barry. 50 years young and on his third stint as an NFL D coordinator. And let's just take a look at his track record to see what we're getting. Turns out this guy has a record-breaking defensive resume, believe it or not. In 2007 to 2009, he was with the Detroit Lions, where he ranked 32nd ranked defense in both years. He helped that a team achieve the record-breaking, ever-elusive 0-16 record. In 2015 to 2017, six years after his first defensive coordinator job, he managed to find his way back um, with the Washington Redskins, where Barry once again set records by having a 35% first down rate on third downs with 10 yards or more to go. You heard me right, folks. We may have gotten rid of the crayon-eating capers and the guy who thought prevent defense at the end of a half was stupid, but now we get a combination of the two. No wonder all of our star players want to leave. What has always sucked? Being a fan and the fans in general. You know your fan base sucks when the entirety of our, the subreddit NFL cheers against you. Deshaun Watson could be found guilty but return in the Super Bowl with the corpse of Jeffrey Dahmer and Jared from Subway as his top two wide receivers, yet all of Reddit will side with them if it meant keeping Green Bay out of a Super Bowl. (laughs) Being a fan is no better when you can all but expect to lose in incredible fashion during the NFC Championship game, whether it's a botched onside kick following a monumental collapse on defense, a defense giving up 31 points in the first half, while offense sits on its thumbs and scores zero against the same team that will eventually blow a 28-3 lead in just over a quarter, or letting a running back run 220 yards and four touchdowns in a game when he had only had 770 yards and eight touchdowns in the 16 games during the regular season. And finally, let's not forget that we let Tom Brady throw four interceptions only to trust Kevin King to cover someone and instead, he decides to be assertive, open the door, and let the guy have it. What might not suck? Nothing. It all sucks because we're not going to win the Super Bowl yet again. End scene. Oh, Josh, that was, that was passionate. There's no question about the, uh, the passion that you just expressed. Um, do you think it's all going to suck, huh? So, I mean, you, we both admit that your team's going to have double-digit wins. We both admit your team's going to be in the playoffs. We both admit your team's probably going to have a good playoff run. And so still, though, that sucks, huh? Is that worse than going 8-9 and nine like the Vikings probably will? No, but you know the mountain climber game on the prices, right? Oh, for sure. Yep. That's exactly what the Green Bay Packers fandom is like. Start at the bottom, you know. Get a couple wins, you yodel your way on up. You get a couple more, yodel on up. And then that peak is the Super Bowl. And fans and everybody else in that organization, they will think the NFC Championship game is going to be a cakewalk. And they'll just yodel right off the edge, surpassing the Super Bowl and ending up at the bottom at the beginning of next season. Ow! 
Josh, I'm almost a little sad we have more show to go. Like, a little, just a little outro after that, because that would have been a great way just to end the show right there. I think you did a really good job. I think you did really good. Thank Obviously, you. when you're when you're reading something, it's it's just so easy to stumble, especially when you're reading too fast and you just you read a word wrong or this or that. But I think you did really really good. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, but that's the wire team sucks segment, Josh. Uh, my voice just cracked there a little bit, so that's good. Balls are finally dropping uh, someday. Um, but uh, yeah, Josh. just describing how Justin Jefferson's going to play this year. <laughs> Balls are finally dropping. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a nice little zinger. Um, all right, Josh. So next week's podcast is going to be the the hood draft, uh, the hood redraft league draft grades. It's a lot of a lot of drafts in there. Are we excited for the hood draft coming up on Saturday here? Yeah, I'm just I'm expecting to be drafty at the draft. Um, it's always drafty it seems when we draft. So I, I have been checking the out the on. weather. It's either going to be thunderstorms or at least like 10 mile per hour winds, as the forecast currently reads it. So it looks like the windy tradition will stick up. We might even have to go on my dad's new screen and porch, or just like go in the garage or something. So it might be our first inclement weather uh, draft. How does that make you feel? Does that make it worse? No. No, I've done six or seven thousand mock drafts since uh, finding out my draft position, and I've won every single time. Oh yeah, by by what authority have you won? Like, did they send you a trophy or like a certificate or something? Yeah, something like that. Excellent. Well, good. Congratulations on winning your mock drafts, and hopefully, you can win the league. Um, so, if anyone can think of any sexy ways for us to spice up the grade podcast, I know it can be a little mundane for the people outside the league. I mean, they can hear about the teams and what we think about players, so they can grab some little, um, you know, nuggets there. But if anyone can think of a way for us to make that podcast sexy for the more general listeners, so you Isles out there, you Walters, you, um, you uh, Eric's, Jack. that's what I was thinking of, Eric's, Jack, Carmel Bear, whoever. If you can think of a way for us to talk about, you know, just our single draft more sexy, let us know. I um, want Carmel Bear to review all our teams. <laughs> you think he? But I want him to do it in dance art. In dance art, do you think Carmel Bear would do a uh, nice long video for us? Uh, yes. I, I don't think he would. As much as he likes us, I don't think he likes us that much. Um, but yeah, so I, I um, Brian. First of all, I've seen you've updated your Discord profile picture since we started the podcast. So good for you. Nice little, nice looking fish you got there, Hammer. I appreciate you too for sticking out the whole thing. Pribs, got to give you credit. Looks like you were in and out a couple times, probably going through life with kids, uh, you know, with a bunch of young little kids. But I appreciate you coming in too. This Discord thing was new. Uh, you guys that have listened live, you'll have to text us or put in the general chat how it sounded the whole time, because I don't know what kind of quality you guys are getting, because uh, I can't hear what you're hearing. So let us know how everything went, pretty please. Uh, you can also engage the show at uh, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com, anchor.fm slash hoodpod, or the Discord server I keep referring to. Text me if you need a link. I think you can just search somewhere for a community, because um, we're, we're visible to the public. But yeah. Uh, probably put the link on hiddenoaksoverdose.com. Jo- that'd be a great so idea. So much traffic there. Oh, and one more thing I just thought about. So mentioning Anchor. So today, uh, you can... I'm, I don't think anyone will actually do this, but I set it up because just why not? You can actually subscribe to us now on Anchor. You can pay five bucks a month for subscriber-only content. And so we didn't have any of that before. So I just put our two old podcasts ago, our Faye Favre of all the fantasy plays we like this year. I put that as subscriber-only. Um, but if we reach some sort of threshold, like maybe 
10 $5 subscribers. I, I was hoping I could put different levels in there, but they only let me set one price. Uh, but Josh and I will definitely, if we start getting paid, we'll put out subscriber-only content for whoever wants to pay. So that's an option. Not saying anyone has to do it. The best way of supporting us is just, you know, listening, spreading the word, and, you know, like Venmo or Cash or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's an option. If anyone is feeling frugal, if anyone's got a fat-ass bank account and they're happy to put on a $5 subscription, they'll probably never pay attention to on the credit card bill. That's That's an option out there, folks. Yep, or, you know, another way to show support is bench your best players against me in fantasy if you're in my league. Yeah, me as well. Uh, so next week, like I said, we'll be back with the Hood the hood draft grades uh, for our League of Record. HiddenOaksOverdose.com is a place you can find out some great information on that League of Record. Josh, is there anything else we want to say? Or do we just want to get out of here in under 50 minutes? Uh, let's get out of here. I'm ready to go hang out with my wife. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. And now is the time you want to request to speak. I don't know if you hit that on accident, but I'll let you do it. Nope, nope, he left. Brian hit it on accident. <laughs> Still, though, that's funny. Hammer, you're a loyal listener. I appreciate you. I know maybe chatting in the Discord with a bunch of strangers all the time might not be your thing, but, uh, you know, I'm sure message every once in a while and just knowing when the show is live and knowing when you can put in your fave farve or whatever this year i figured you'd want to be in there so i appreciate you clicking the link and getting in here pal hope you have a lovely evening i hope uh garleen and jamie have a lovely evening as well we will see you all next tuesday at five central bye